my spooky ghosts and goblins. Goblins? Goblins. What's goblins spelled backwards? No, but how about we did that joke already? Welcome to Trash South Street. South Street, a, a ghoulishly good episode of Halloween. I don't know. What do you want? It's Halloween. Well, about. it's almost Halloween. It'll be, it'll be way past Halloween by the time we actually listen to this. Yep. Both of you. Are you going to have all your lights off? I don't know. Are last you give year? out candy? See, the problem is I gave out candy last year. And I think if I had it just hit last year... You're probably just going to like be eat okay. all the candy. I don't. That's why I don't buy I haven't bought candy yet. So anyway, I feel like if I gave out candy last year and I don't give out candy this year, You're that I'm dick. just a dick. Yeah. On the other hand, I'm moving at some point in the next six months. So do I really care? I don't know. It'll see. I'll see how the whim hits me. What about you? I'll, I guess we'll give out candy, but we're taking Victor out. So. Yeah, first uh, Halloween. No. This, this well, third. the first one we're... <laughs> third Halloween. How's this? He's only two years old. Yeah, he was born in June of 2013. Uh, well, he, he was Bat Baby and won a prize. I know, I saw that. And then he was Captain America last yeah, year. Yeah, I saw that. And now he's uh, Krylo Ren. Yeah, I hear. Krylo Ren. Like, like real... Kylo Ren. Yeah. So that should be interesting. Yeah. See how it goes. Hmm. Anyway, I'm sure you're all excited <laughs> to hear this shit. Yeah. So what have you been up to this week? Nothing spectacular. I went to that Descendants show a couple weeks ago. Yeah, how was that? It was a, a really good. My only complaint was when you say the, the show is starting at 8, it should start close to 8 and not 9 o'clock. Like, oh, really? It's not like it's um, some basement show mm-hmm. or some like YMCA show. It's at the Electric Factory. Yeah. They start an hour late. Was it like doors open at 7? Yeah. Or? Doors wow. open at 7. They were setting up the speakers. They were rising the speakers at yeah. 8.30. I oh, was like, what ridiculous. the F is up with this shit? Nightbirds played for like mm-hmm. 20 minutes. So yeah. they, they, they had their set really rushed. And they were really good. I've mm-hmm. never seen the Nightbirds. I was hanging out with a dog and his yeah. lady. Yeah. Which, thank God, Alan had a yellow shirt on or I would have never found yeah. him. Um, then Fucked Up played. And I thought they were really good. I don't think the crowd was too much into them, but I think they were just so different. Yeah. They're 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 weird, but I like them. I listened to his podcast, uh, Turned Out a Punk. And then The Descendants played. Yeah. And I'm like, eh, The Descendants. I was never, like, a huge fan. I like that last album. I have, like... I used, last time I really listened to him, I was probably, like, 17, 18, 19 years old. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. So they came on, and they were amazing. They were really, really good. I didn't stay. I left with maybe a couple songs left. Yeah. Because uh, I just was past 11 o'clock. I yeah. needed to get home. It was on a Thursday. Ooh, so the sleepies. Yeah. And apparently, I don't know how many encores they played, but um, they sounded mm-hmm. fantastic. They were good. Do you think maybe they were late because Milo went ahead and ate a fat burger and was just <laughs> shit in his pants? He looked good. Like, yeah. I mean, they look like older men, obviously, mm-hmm. but they yeah, like sounded fantastic and yeah. decent stage performance for you know them being that age. Yeah. Not super old; yeah. they're probably what late forties, early fifties. But yeah, cool. it was a good time. Coolie beans. Yeah, yeah. How about uh, yourself? Well, I've had quite the adventure this week. Quite the adventure. So Saturday does it involve hookers. Lack thereof. Uh, it's not a hooker story. So last Saturday, I was going about my many chores, mm-hmm. and I pulled into Wawa to urinate and get a tasty water mm-hmm. in the circle of life thus completed. Yes. So I pull up in my car, my Jeep Cherokee. I get out, 
I leave my phone. Was there this? Ghost hooker knocking on your no, trunk? No, no. So I get out to go to the bathroom. I leave my phone, because I don't need a phone. I leave my wallet, mainly because I forgot to take my wallet, and a newborn baby. Anyway, <laughs> so I go in, I go to the bathroom. I realize I don't have my wallet, so I can't buy my water. I go to my car, and I can't get in. So this is one of those newfangled jobbies that has like the electrical yeah. and push button shit. I have the Wrangler. I have the, the bone, bare bones of the Jeeps. Uh, the primitive Jeep. Yeah. Anyway, so I hit the auto start and I'm trying to unlock it and the car's like freaking out but it won't let me in and like you just hear click, 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 click. You hear, what? That baby started That baby got sleepy from the car. <laughs> Anyway, it is awful, you know. I'm not really a baby, for you. It was like, uh, I don't know. How old is six months? Is that a baby still? Yeah. No, it was a baby. Anyway. Uh, well, the mom didn't seem to want it when I took it from her. Well. When I pushed her down and took it from her. But I digress. This isn't about, this isn't about child endangerment. Oh, and I'm going to skip ahead. Okay. I dropped the baby off at the Wawa, and they're going to take care of it. So, you know, it's like a safe harbor rule. I can't get my... Because because it's like a, a newfangled car and everything's fucking electric. Basically, it's keyless entry. So yeah. for those of you primitives who don't have keyless entry, your car magically knows to open when you have it because you have this little dangle. And I'm talking about my wiener. <laughs> is that keyless entry? It's keyless entry. <laughs> Sometimes it is. Sometimes it is. Oh, now I'm sad. I don't know if I want to finish this story. Okay. okay. I was just kidding. You already wasted a minute on. Oh, <laughs> I'm, well, kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I'm not so sure. what happened? <laughs> so now keep in mind, my phone is locked in my car. Yes. And who the fuck remembers anyone's phone number anymore? So I start to really. Panic. I remember yours. Yours is three hundred four. Well, you don't have to. <laughs> oh, that's right. I'll I'll redact that from the record. But it also doesn't matter because pay phones don't exist anymore. And eventually I realized that I do have like a little extra, like there's like a key that pops out and I get in. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to figure out what's going on with my car. All of a sudden the car alarm goes off and like all the dash lights are flicking on and off and the radio keeps blaring and turning off and killing. It's like it's possessed. Mm-hmm. And at some point it occurred to me, I was like, maybe I should get out of this car because it might blow up. <laughs> so to make a long story short, I call a tow truck. The tow truck tows my car. It goes to the car sense they have it towed to the jeep dealership i get it back and they were like it was two things it was battery and there was something wrong with the shifter sensor huh which didn't mean anything to me at the time yeah so i was telling um never heard of a shifter sensor well you you, maybe in a second you will so i was talking to like two we'll say real men they work with not you know people who know about cars and shit yeah one guy starts laughing You've seen the the new Star Treks. I didn't see the most recent well, one. Well, but you've seen the yes. first one at least. Remember, you know, Chekhov? Yeah. You know, and new Chekhov died. Yeah. There's this Jeep rolled down on him. Oh. Yeah, there you go. It was something to do with that shifter sensor or that steering sensor. Oh, wow. So we figured, because it was like, I called and like, oh, they're test driving it. They test drove it like three times for what they said was a battery. Mm-hmm. And they mentioned the sensor a couple of times. So I guess they were kind of afraid this car was just going to roll back on me or something. So anyway, scary shit. Yeah, that's the scarier is. So I get a loner, and it has a key, and like, like it is, like once you get used to all that keyless technology bullshit, it's like really hard to go back. 
It's like just ridiculous. Don't bother me. I mean, I have keyless entry, but I can also it has a keyhole. Oh, but the other thing, you know, that's like annoying. What push button? Not having push button start. I don't have a push button. Start. You don't? No. Well, try if you if you just have you get used to just pressing a button like to start it. your car. That's like with Mark's car. I have to do that, and I just just weird. Why well, you just don't trust it? No, I'm, I got. You used know, to... I don't like yeah. robots. But anyway, so I got used to it. Cylons. Can Cylons. Oh. So anyway. Oh yeah, the keyless. You. So basically, you get to, and it's like. You actually sit there and you don't quite know what to do at first. It throws you. Uh, I don't think so. Well, you, you haven't done it. You trust me. Just spend a year doing nothing but uh, pressing that button. Yeah, I don't like it. I didn't die in a fiery wreck. That's or get good. run over by my car like Chekhov. Yeah. That was sad. He was like, what, 27, 28? He's 20, like 27, and I guess he was an up and comer. He was getting his mail or something. He was getting his mail and his Jeep to work from like the or... top of his driveway or something. Awful. Klingons. Cylons. Did you hear, um... Side Klingon, think, like, um cybernetics Klingons? Stephen Hawking, I think, came out and said, like, AI, like, robots are either gonna be, like, the best thing in the world or the worst thing in the world. Yeah, I think, it, like, all those, like, really smart, smart guys, we'll call them, like, yeah. Elon Musk, they're all, like... Which one? Te- the Tesla guy, Elon Musk. Oh, uh, okay. Who, you know, does all their smarty stuff. But, like, a lot of those guys and... and are terrified. They're like, this is going to be a real problem. You think? Uh, I totally agree. Hawking's is also uh, anti-alien. Yeah, he's like, we shouldn't talk. To I agree. Going to try to kill us, and I agree too. I agree. He shouldn't talk to them with his little robot box. <laughs> Imagine this: the aliens are just as afraid of AIs as Stephen Hawking's. So he talks to them, and they think we're all robots. But what if we are all robots? We are, man. But yeah, every time there's like something with robots, like mm. being evil. Mark will send me the link on Facebook and just yeah. link my name and I'll just get mad reading <laughs> it. Because it's totally going to happen. I just totes my goats. Totes, totes, totes. But you know what robots don't do besides love what? and make love? What? They listen. They don't listen to music. Music. Music, unless it's EDM. I yeah. imagine they like EDM. <laughs> they like Doppler effect. Doppler effect. Uh, Radiohead. Not Radiohead, sorry. Um, oh my God, I'm going. I'm really tired. It's a Friday show. <laughs> So I'm sleepy. Um, the fucking band I was making fun of. No. Um, Craftwork? Craftwork. Tra- oh, sorry. I like, had to get that German in there. Trans-Siberian Express. Oh, you mean Craftwork? <laughs> if you ever... I'll occasionally... My brother used to play it for me when he was Like, I can't listen kid. to it. Like, it's not on my iPod at all. I couldn't I, listen to I it. I will occasionally, if I'm working at my computer, listen to it. And then I'm like, all right. That's enough. I'll listen to literally anything else. <laughs> Yeah, I just, other than, you know, it's just some dudes. Maybe we just were played. Uh, yeah, like, not too long ago. I right? know, Mark actually thought about going. I heard you got a couple tickets. I did. I So I went on a, uh, I went on, like, a ticket, but I probably spent more on ticket in the last 48 hours than I have, like, this year. Yeah, because when's the Flaming Lips on a Saturday, right? So, let me, so I'm seeing, we're, Flaming Lips tickets went on sale. Who were they playing with? I didn't even see. Me neither. Uh, Flaming Lips, who they say are a must-see. I just want to see them. Like, I'm not a huge fan by far. I don't dislike them or anything, but I think it'd be cool well, to see They're supposed to be ridiculous yeah. shows. And then Nick Cave, like 14 dates in the U.S. Yeah, it's just weird at the Electric I'd like to go. Well, I'm going to go see Nick Cave sing about his dead baby. <laughs> and by baby teen. I mean, it's all, like, I had a discussion on the Facebook with it today. And so I was like, did you re- listen to the album? And I was like, yeah. Yeah, and Paul asked you about that? Paul did. And I was like, yeah. I said, yeah. He's like, yeah. It's like intruding on someone's personal brand. I was like, yeah. I wanted to see Cloud Nothings, but they're playing on a Monday in January. And I'm, I, that's, oh, that's I a have rough a class. One. Yeah. A case of the Mondays. 
And then I'm supposed to see Infest and Pure Disgust at the First Unitarian in two weeks. Mm. And then um, it's the Off With Their Heads. I'm going to say the Off With Their Heads show, but it's Bouncing Souls and Mask Intruder, which who I just mm. don't like. Yeah. But, and I'm not a Bouncing Souls fan, so it's more for me just seeing Off With Their Heads yeah. and being like, later. Yeah, I don't have a lot. I don't think I've seen anything this year, the rest of this year, even though, you know, two months. I thought about actually going to see Slater Kinney in San Francisco. It was like a mini vacation. But I'm in California, like two weeks before, mm. and I don't feel like going back. Yeah, I hear you. It's a long, long plane yeah, ride. Yeah, it is. Speaking of Slater Kinney, yeah. should I just go into the reviews? Yeah, we might as well. <laughs> we be beat around the bush another ten minutes. The only reason I say that is because Super Unison. Yes. Okay. Awesome band. We've talked about them oh, before. Very early podcast. Yep. Like, they have might be like two. Probably. Anyway, go And I think I did a single of theirs, too. Mm-hmm. Super Unison, album out October, which is this month, called Auto off of Death Wish. One thing I didn't know about Super Unison, excuse me, is two of the guys are from Philly. Philly! Justin from the band Snowing. It's like an emo band. I never listened to him. And uh, the I guess the drummer, Kevin, I'm not sure. And I'm not sure. I guess the other guys, well, the other guys from California, Megan, is from Oakland. And you know what Megan does? Does she she, does? she makes laws? <laughs> no. I used to, actually. I think I like this. What she do? She went to school to be a nutritionist, and then yeah. I think she's like an RN now. Oh, But, nice. like, with touring, I'm not sure what she does. But I listened to an interview with her on this one podcast called uh, 100 Words. Yeah. Ray Harkins, and it was, it was a good interview. Hmm. So, anyway, Megan's prior band was Punch. Very heavy, hardcore. Great album. Uh, and then they broke up. So anyway, they formed, uh, she formed Super Union. And to me, it sounds like it's punk with a 90s Riot girl post-punk sound. Mm-hmm. And I've even seen um, reviews con- saying, uh, if I can think of the word, comparing her, yeah. the, the band to Slater Kinney at times. Yeah. So that's where the I would agree. Like, even though like Slater Kinney has become one of those bands that any girl-fronted band yeah. inevitably gets compared to. Yeah, no, I totally see it. Yeah, I, I agree mm-hmm. with it. A couple of the songs remind me of uh, the girl, the girls that one of the girls that sang in the band Blatz, Holin Slater Kinney. That like that's yeah. what I think her voice. Yeah, I don't think I probably played Blatz a long time ago in the store. Uh-huh. Yeah, she's screaming on it, but I think she sings a little more than screams now. The first song on the album is "Prove Yourself." It's a soft build up, and then does a half the fast heavy guitars, and then. Megan's voice bites through, and then it almost like turns into uh, a 90s alt riff and pretty much repeats. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, that's the formula of the song. Good song. My favorite song is Keeper. It has a 90s Riot Girl sound, and it also musically kind of sounds like a 90s uh, grungy type of song. And uh, her vocals, I think that's the one song that I was like, wow, kind of reminds me of like a little bit of like whole Courtney Love a little bit. Don't Tell Me, another song I like. The opening riff, it reminds me of an Alkaline Trio riff, but totally departs from there. Then it also reminds me of the Blatt's Sleep Little One Sleep in her vocal style. Good song. And another song, What Are You Going To Do? Straight up in your face, guitar heavy, post-punk. Good song. Mm. That's pretty much all I have with it. It's really good if any of that stuff sounds appealing to you. Well, I have... um... Simply, my note for Super Unison is it does not disappoint. Mm-hmm. Um, I also got distracted halfway through your review 
by what appears to be a green uniform unicorn on your can of soda pop. It is, um, it's a horse, I think. But what's that? All right. Oh, maybe it is a unicorn. So anyway, yeah, Jamie is drinking some soda pop. It's they do um for Paps. They've been doing like artist stuff on their yeah. Can. So it looks like just some explosion, like a Disney cartoon vomited <laughs> on our can, <laughs> on our tall boy, whatever the hell it is. My pounder, my Paps pounder. pounder. But anyway, super unison. We've been waiting yes. for a while for it. It didn't disappoint. I really like it. It's one of those things that like. What do you call it? Punk, post-punk, and I, I, I pretty much am like it's punk with a yeah. yeah. It's pretty much punk and with like a '90s a, sound. I mean, other than like I said, I really liked it. This one I didn't have anything to add. I had my, my thoughts from like that in, that review way long ago. Yeah, probably the same. It's good. Yeah, good stuff. I digs it. I digs it too. Check it out. Yeah. Gur. G u r r. Yes. You want to think of gur? What? You want my girl uh, review? Sure. It's fucking tops. <laughs> yes. I guess I should do a little more. This is a, so Gur is basically German the Luz with less surf and more new wave. Agreed. It's a, uh, a duo from Berlin. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andrea Casablanca and Laura Lee Jenkins. And this is their first full-length album. And they're from, they're from Berlin. They're correct? from Berlin. Yeah. They put out an EP that I can't seem to find. Mm-hmm. They've been recording, I guess, since 2012, but this is their first full-length album. So the album would be uh, In My Head. Okay. I think. I don't remember this. Day. <laughs> in my notes, it's the one thing. I I'm pretty... Um, so Because one of the tracks yeah. is like something in German and it's In My Head. Yes. So, like I said... Do you know they toured with Bleached? Or Bleach? Uh, that's like another girly... A girl, like indie... Played the same night as something else. Maybe no. garbage? I don't remember. Yeah. Um, I would see these people. I would see these people. Uh, I don't they, think... I think see wasn't the word. You no, would. see. I would... <laughs> like, I would... If they were performing at a venue, I would go probably pay money to see them unless it was during a weeknight. I saw that Quentin Tarantino look in your face when... <laughs> Shut up. When Juliet Lewis in his, like, fake... Oh, I was like, I want you to... Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> I love that. I described that. He's like... I would do it. You know? She has no idea what he's fucking talking about. From Dust Till Dawn. Yes, ooh, that's a spooky movie. Foreshadowing! In well, theaters, be... and, tw- and it's a 20th an- uh, anniversary that's oh, really? going to be released in theaters. Yeah. yeah, Jake sent me something. Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Let me uh, try to get this review. Girl. Let me start this review. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. It's There's a lot of like, um, much like Lil Luz, they do a lot of um, harmonies. There's a lot of wow. And they're like, it's a lot of energy to songs. It's uh, poppy. It's fun. When you start to look at, read the lyrics, they're like one that they're good. They're short and they're, they're amusing and they're clever. Mm-hmm. And there generally aren't a lot of them. That's the thing. Like they'll repeat like one verse over and over again. So how's it break down? How's it break down? Well, the first song, Breathless. They do this really awesome thing where it starts out as completely chaotic distortion and it evolves into a song. Mm-hmm. It kind of kicks, it moves. Yeah. Breathless. Then there's uh, 1985. Okay. Which is the one like... I listened I wasn't to all good. of it. Did you really listen to the lyrics to 1985? I didn't listen to any of them. I mean, I listened so, to it, I wasn't paying attention to So I, I was the same thing, so I was like... 1985 is about a fucking creeper picking up underage drink and like chicks in a bar. Oh, really? Seriously, it's about a guy named Carlos. I wasn't cool till I turned 30. 
So yeah, it's like a dude just hanging out in bars and like buying like girls like alcohol so he can take them home for sexual congress, no doubt. And then, you know, there's there's a few, like, poignant ones. There's one called Yosemite that's just, like, I was sitting next to you. Cure Rift. I heard, like, the Cure Yes, I was, about to, I was about to address that. And then at the end, it's like, and your dog's home alone, your dog's home alone. It's about someone who died, but they just repeat over and over again. It's like, Jesus Christ. Um, my favorite songs, Roller Skate. Yeah, I have that as well. Which is mine. very, it's a bit retro. This is actually the most surf rocky of the songs. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that In My Head song a lot, too. In My Head was really good. Um. And I have Com- Computer Love. Computer Love, I think that's the one that, like, vocally, they were almost doing a uh, polystyrene thing the way the... I could see you that. Know, almost. They also reference AOL in that. Again, it's roughly an even split between, like, surfy-inspired songs and New Wave. And by New Wave, it's a, it's a whole bunch of different New Wave. So The Cure, I immediately thought of. Mm-hmm. There's a little uh, Joy Division in there. I could and then see some, it. like, newer, actually, like a little Duran Duran. I could see that. The, so there are a few songs that are in German. Mm-hmm. And those tend to be more new wavy. And then the songs that are in American or mostly in American tend to be a little more poppy and fun. It's it, almost everything I want. Yeah, I, like every time I hear a good like garage indie punky band mm-hmm. with all girls, I immediately think of the head cooties because they're yeah. like my top. Yeah. And they, that's what they remind me of a little bit. Like the one thing I would like in them, if the, the, the lyrics were a little more bratty for lack of a better word. Yeah. Um, because I just like that because it's like clever and fun. But no, it's good. There's have... a weird flow, I thought. Like the first few songs are kind of, like that's my, I'm not yeah. even complaining. The first couple songs are like, okay, cool. And like it's into that yeah. whole like, not surf punk or anything, but it's like more upbeat garage. Yeah. And then there's like three songs that are kind of slow. And then yeah. it goes into like, I think, In My Head and Roller Skate. And then it's yeah, like Yeah, it's actually really, you know, I agree. It was, it's a bit, yeah, it was good. It was a bit throwback. They had like the, Radio tag fungus. I did see that. So I'm like, I, no I was idea. trying to figure out what fungus was. If it's, they literally just did it to be weird. Because I look, I hit the tag on Bandcamp, mm-hmm. available on Bandcamp. A lot of the things that come up are like out al- like albums that reference like mushrooms. Maybe they're uh, into magic mushrooms. Maybe. Maybe they're psychedelic. I don't know. They seem like I guess it's like an indie German club rock thing. Yeah. Probably not like meth and ecstasy. Who isn't? <laughs> anyway, so I went back. I listened to briefly. Some of the singles they have up there, mm-hmm. and they're actually a lot more punky, and like or garagey in those but, singles. But they've been doing so, like they started doing music together in twenty twelve, evolved yeah. and they changed. But no, it's all very good. So. I thought they were very good. I like. I really liked it. It was a nice little discovery. I actually discovered that right after the last podcast. So I've been sitting on that one for a while. Um, it's funny. I got a new noise magazine. The one yeah, they were in it. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was nice. like, oh holy shit! And I read the article. Well, I think like I said, this is their they're releasing their first like full length. So maybe, you know. It was like bands to watch section. I think so, I think. It's funny because everyone I reviewed, mm-hmm. I had an article. Oh, nice. <laughs> and then, yeah, the gur, gur, the danger. Like leaving a baby in a locked car. Yes. And then dropping in a Wawa. That's a safe Yeah, it's like drop, it's like a new hospital. <laughs> I did their seven inch last podcast and their full length came out. The Bend and the Break. October Top Shelf Records, um, Hardcore Melodic, uh, Melodic Hardcore, it's her third LP, 
as I said, there was an article on New Noise. Remember I was saying, like, I couldn't, like, what do you consider the dangers to be, like, their yeah. sound? This is what they wrote. All right. Punk, hardcore, mathcore, noise, hybrid. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to address, I'm going to address what you just said in a different form in a second. All right. Or not in a second, shortly, but. I, I think overall, I really like the album. Yeah. Um, Human Noose is their first, is the first one off of that. It's, it's a slow start and it's very sludgy and screamo. I don't know if I have this in order. I'm just like having songs. I guess I kind of liked or just made notes on those sad plebs down b- before. More traditional hardcore, fast guitars, scream vocals, darkest arts, another album or another song. Hardcore punk blend with some rock and roll riffs. Breaking the Bend is one of my favorite songs on the album. Yeah, more rock and roll feel, but a little softer. I don't even know what I wrote. Mm. Oh, it's very bass heavy. And uh, Al screaming the vocals, it it works for it. Uh, Loose cigarettes, very melodic hardcore. And my favorite song that I sent you, Soft Science, post punk feel, has keyboards. Musically reminds me a little bit of Division of Laura Lee. Did you write that too? Yeah, start yeah, <laughs> yeah. And Straight World reminds me a little bit of the band Filth, which I talked about before. Exactly, that's the other song I. Uh, <laughs> showing Jamie in my notes. Apparently, he wrote. He, I read that article, okay, and he was talking about how he was dating this girl who was, like, sexually abused and stuff by, like, her stepdad and stuff. So he's, like, you know, obviously they're dating and they would have sex and stuff, and he would be, like, it was just odd for me because I'm kind of part of that. Like, I'm... And yeah. He, he, he was just talking about... There's a lot of, um, I guess... I didn't really listen to a lot of the lyrics, but I guess it's very, like, I don't want to say pro-women, but, like, women strong and just, like, how guys can be dirtbags. Yeah. He's also half black, which I didn't know. So like he'll have like um, kind of lyrics about that, like mm. not fitting in and just like and, and being the president of the United States. <laughs> yeah, he did actually say <laughs> oh, something really? about yeah, say about Obama or whatever. Mm. Um, so go ahead. I'm sorry. So it's funny, like softer science. I have I have the very post in quotes just to describe it. <laughs> like yeah, division early. Um, with the organs? Yeah. I love the organ. Yeah, me too. I said, like, I was like, listen to it. I was like, you know what it sounds like? It sounds like an MCD song with more notes. I could see that. And basically, so yeah, it really reminded me of Mercy. Did I really like that one. Then The Straight World I listened to, because I went to listen to at least more than one song. Yeah. I really liked it. And Straight World has this weird, like, the way the, the drums are in the bass. It's like a very slow 80s drum thing yeah. going on. And that becomes very post-metal. So, yeah, I really liked it. But they have a lot going on. Like, they're just so uh, different. Like, the only way I could really describe it is melodic hardcore when it comes down to it. But that almost sounds like a... A lot of melodic hardcore bands are just kind of... I don't want to say the word pushy. Shitty. <laughs> no, no, some of them are good. Some of them are kind of shitty. It's more like kind of like you would say, oh, it's pussy. You know, something mm-hmm. like that. But it totally doesn't fit da- the dangers. Um the, the album did not disappoint. I would love to see them come to Philly and not play a house show because I'm too old to go to house yeah. shows. But. I was actually, I was pleasantly surprised because I was like very lukewarm on the Kiss single, was, yeah. Kiss with Spit, and also when you do that to someone because it's gross. <laughs> but yeah, I really liked it. Yeah. yeah. It was not what I was expecting. It's probably all on Bandcamp you can uh, listen to. It. It's like all, like yeah. sometimes there's just like a breakdown instrumental like in some of the songs or just like some, it's real kind of slow and but. Anyway, Dangers, The Bend and the Break. Excellent. Yes. I dig it. Splendid Delicious Fun. That's from... <laughs> so years ago they were selling... A, it was when VHS tapes were a thing. Yeah. And it was for The Hobbit, the animated Hobbit cartoon. Yes. And one of the reviews, you know, they get blurbs like, 
Rolling Stone described it as splendid, delicious yes. fun. It always pissed me off. It's just so disgusting. I hate the word delicious. Why? Is it gross It's just gross. Out? Certain words gross me out. Delicious. Delicious. Moist. Delicious. Drip. Delicious. Ugh, stop it. <laughs> Drippy or drip. Moist. Moist is a weird, it's kind of a And I don't care for decadent, but that's more because people misuse it. Decadent. I like actually one of my favorite words. Decadent? Mm-hmm. Well, what do you consider decadent? I'll tell you the reason. Wild Orchid. Do you remember Wild Orchid when decadent, yeah. the decadent part? Where, yeah. Yeah, that's why I like the I get, but most people are like, this chocolate's decadent. And I was like, no, it's not. You know what's it's decadent? It's delicious. It's, or delicious. Decadent is drinking Patron out of a baby's skull. <laughs> <laughs> Snarf that beer. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway... So, the rag shakers, Jamie. The rag shaker. You want to hear my review of the rag shakers? Ah, I'm not going to do that again. The rag shakers. <laughs> you gave a... Moist. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't care for that. So, not very so long ago when you are describing the dangers, you read off a string of descriptor tags. Yes. That I found truly appalling. The rag shakers follow that trend with such tags as ghost folk. There's a ghost folk. Just listen to me. It's a ghost folk. And I was like, and as you can see on my notes, a series of question marks like, what the fuck? Thrash grass. Thrash grass or goth grass. Outlaw country. Outlaw country. I'll uh, give you anti folk. Yeah, I guess. The one I actually like was anarcho folk. Or anarcho folk. But ghost folk. Ghost folk. What the fuck? So the Rag Shakers are a band of Portland, Oregon. They're a trio. They are, in their own words, unapologetically. Queer cripple punks. Yeah, uh, one I of them it was awesome. Yeah, it's a, like a, I saw the picture of them yeah. on camp and I was like in love. Well, I saw it was like, oh, that's awesome. That's yeah. what made me, I was like, when I was just looking. I was actually searching the tag uh, horror punk and they came up and I listened. I was you like, put right, ghost this punk. Like, ghost, like, ghost, I mean, come on, can we just, at this point, that these tags are out of fucking control? Like, here's what I can accept. All right, like, you know, if you put post in front of something, I'll give it to you. Yeah. The, the stupid fungus thing, that might be a thing or not. But we're just stringing words like, if it was like spectral shoegaze or <laughs> yeah. or octopus orchestral ghost shoegazing, just ghost gaze. I mean, ghost I just don't get it. I like ghost, ghost but, and there's probably a whole genre of ghost. I, the way like, the way I would label them, I put folk like or folky, like mm-hmm. dazed and dazed, very bluegrass slash folk, yeah. like yeah, <laughs> yeah. I thought yeah, they're basically. Like I must have been drinking when I was yeah. wheelchair cool. Yeah. So yeah, one of the that was um, cool. I think you never you don't see that that often. Yeah, it's like a trio, and one of them's in a wheelchair. Yeah, it's like the awesome. the Ghostbusters reboot, the with the cartoon oh, that's reboot. That's my favorite got, one. I know where. Well, it's like the goth chick, the jock. Yeah. The uh, wheelchair bound guy, and then the Hispanic dude. Yeah. And I always wanted the Hispanic dude to like make out with the goth chick. Yeah. It's like Ghostbusters three. The cartoon reboot. It's like in your every night in your notebooks, you just act it out. I do. I'm like, ah, I don't even remember their names. I don't. Egon. I think Egon was in it. You no, know, Egon was like because Egon was like the leader. I don't know why I remember that. Anyway, go. Uh, uh, they did not listen to the rag shakers in that ghost. Rag, yeah, rag shakers. So go. Basically, it it is indeed folk. The album, I guess I should introduce, is Dead on the Air. It's a live album recorded on uh, April 9th, twenty sixteen. April 9th? Big big orange kitty. Yeah. Uh, birthday. Respect. Respect, yo. No, I'm, I'm... I just poured out a fifty dog. It's very folky. They use uh, acoustic guitar. Dad's birthday too. Band. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, but I remember because it's my 
Kitty. Obese orange cats. You know, my dad is like in his 60s and my cat was like, <laughs> it lived it to be eight. <laughs> so they use, you know, you got acoustic guitar, you got some bass, you got some banjo, the mm-hmm. pluck turn banjo. Yes. Harmonica. And it's all acoustic. And this was a live album. But because they go acoustic, it sounds basically the same as their other albums. All their albums sound the same. So they have two live albums, an LP called Claws. Mm-hmm. It's very good. And then an EP called Rehearsals. <laughs> How spectrally ghoulish, Jamie. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's folk instrumentation, but the lyrics are it's hard to describe. They're not they're like horror themed, I guess, for like a bit, but not so aggressively in your face as some bands, and they're not as campy as some bands. I liked uh, the one song Hide a Body. I thought yes. that was funny. So they're <laughs> it's good. I'll say overall they're they're Subtle, they're almost subtle. Mm-hmm. So they're they're a nice balance, and sometimes you have to listen a little bit to figure out where the joke is. Hide your body, I'll address now. It's about a serial killer. Yeah. And I like the line. It's actually kind of touching when he's talking about there's a nest of spiders in my like arm, maybe spiders in my arms, and maybe I can raise them, and we can be a family and never be alone. There's a song on that album called It's Blood, and it was about, I believe ultimately it was about werewolves. But I do have... It's about vampires or some shit like that in my original notes. Um, Hope Provides is good. Yeah, I have Hope. Um, that, that actually reminds me... I know... Um, I'm sure you never listened to them. Pine Hill Haints kind of remind me of that that band. Yeah. But I like that song. It's not it's not as polished as mm-hmm. Pine Hill, but I didn't yeah. realize it was a live recording. To yeah, so it was live. And... Um, it's, so that's it's like kind of folksy, kind of bluesy. If you like um, Mischief Brew, as yeah. Yeah, which they apparently like Mischief Brew. Mm-hmm. Um, and their other two albums are good. Like I liked, um, especially off Rehearsal. <laughs> it's bully goodish. So Devil's Got No Shame. It's about the devil. And uh, yeah, they're really. A lot of... <laughs> so they throw a couple of like I mean they do rehash a couple of songs, but it's a lot of new music. But considering you've probably never heard this band before, it's all new to you and me. So, yeah, really good. It was different. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm always looking for different. I'm surprised you picked them out, to be, to be honest. I was, was wavering like, back and forth, and I was like, no, this is really awesome. It was like totally it. up my alley. Like, when yeah. I went to them, I was like, okay. Like, first yeah. I loved the picture of it, and mm-hmm. then I'm like, I think one of their tags was queer, and I'm like, okay. Yeah. So they're... I assume they're... Someone's gay or whatever, mm-hmm. which are, who cares? Um, and then when I saw the, the wheelchair, I was like, wow, this is crazy. And then that style of music, I was like... Yeah, Rad. they're doing their own thing. So yeah, I really, really like Really cool. Good stuff. Yes. I dug it. Topical, too. Speaking of ghost. Mm. Ooh. Little folky ghost. Red Fang, only ghost, <laughs> came out October of this year. They're out of Portland, Oregon. It came the... Well, out- you know who else is out of Portland, Oregon? Um, who? Rag Shakers, we just talked oh, about. Oh, maybe they know each other. They're probably best friends. Anyway, go ahead. And then it's on Relapse Records. They started out in 2005. Excuse me, the burping up my... You burped out of your hiney? No, hiney burps? HBs? Go ahead, sorry. <laughs> so Red Fang, uh, stoner metal, desert rock. I'd almost say prog metal a little bit too. Yes, definitely. And it's their fourth album. It reminds me of a dual vocal acquaintance stage. But a little heavy. So the first song that I sent you flies. It's my favorite song very catchy riffs. I have it as Motorhead meets it, Again, we're on the same page, so I wrote, doing the Motorhead drum bass thing, <laughs> which I seem like I hear more bands doing. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, go ahead. Uh, cut It Short is kind of a 
heavier groove metal uh, song, like if Queens in the Stone Age did a heavier groove metal song. Shadow, another song, has a slight feeling of, uh, of Ministries the Missing in the opening riff. Um, throwing that back to old school. This is old school. And then changes to almost like a, a psychedelic stoner rock again. Um, the last three or four songs are more straightforward desert metal, I would say. I don't. There's not a ton of songs on the album, and they're they're probably like four to six minutes long or whatever. But I really like it. Like the the first half of this album, I'm really into. And I kind of start a little bit fading interest towards the, yeah. the end. Not that it's bad, it's but um, on a little too long type of thing. Not even that. Like I I don't know. I just I think I like the beginning of the album more than the, the end. Um, but it's really good. Um, their vinyl is fucking fantastic. It's beautiful looking. I. Post What's it look? Yeah, I, I post think a I picture on my my Instagram, and I think it's going for like forty bucks on Discogs oh, wow. right now. Nice, kind of cray cray. cray it's cray, um, cray. clear with I think like neon pink splattered. It, it just looks awesome. Hmm. Maybe I'll post it on our yeah. website. Yes, www.trashdown.com. Oh, plug. But anyway, Red Fang only goes totally dig it. I want to let's go back and listen to their other albums. I've listened a little bit on on uh, Bandcamp. This album, I'm very happy with. Yeah, like like it's like the big thing was I said they were doing like a Motorhead thingy mm-hmm. going on. And I picked it up immediately, which basically any band that does the we'll call it the Motorhead thing, you pick up immediately because oh, that's yeah. how the band that's how the song starts exactly. But yeah, I really liked it. It's um, funny. Um, Jenks on Facebook posted about it, mm-hmm. commented, and I was like, oh man, this I lo- really like this album. It's fantastic. It's really good. And that's when um, I think Jenks had a couple couple too many drinks. I like the way called wobbly pops. <laughs> yeah, he was he was fine. Yeah. You picked uh, three good ones this time. Usually there's one of them I'm like I'm like this isn't quite for me, but they were all for me this time. Yeah. I'm it's good. like it's like me I as got well all with the you. Treats I thought everything was good. And not the tricks. That's why I was very surprised with the rag shakers. This yeah. is really not a loo type of Well, it's something if I, I I could see myself picking. Well, here's my thing. I I like new music. I do tend to like what I like and I am conscious that I fall into patterns and I try to break those patterns more because I like to be exposed to new things I was on the like a psychedelic train that I couldn't quite get off yeah and yeah most recently like this surfy blah 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 surfy garage because I had actually there was another band that I was like yeah, I can't do this either. that was a very nice discovery I was very happy with myself for yes, good enjoying stuff. that and like I said it's like I got all treats and no tricks Ooh. Topic time! Topic! Spooky topic! What gets you in the Halloweener mood? Uh, pornography. <laughs> so we asked some of our friends and our listeners. And I guess we'll just go over um, what they said. Yeah, I'm wearing a mask. This will get old really quick. You want to take a picture? Uh, yeah, I'll take a picture. Yeah. Spooky ghost. I'm spooky. It's a mask I bought in Quebec. It's like the old, uh, what, surgeon's mask? It's, yeah, exactly. Why so, do they have a, such a long nose, by the way? They used to put herbs. So they didn't have to smell the stuff? Like, Well, they thought that, like... Here, I'll take a picture of you. Here, let me put it on. Actually, let's do it after. So okay. We, people aren't fucking bored by this shit. <laughs> Basically, so yeah, Plague Doctor's mask. They used to put sweet-smelling herbs in, like, the cone, the beak, mm-hmm. because they thought that would ward off the miasmas that caused the plague. No, it doesn't. People were stupid back then. ATP for life. ATP for life, <laughs> motherfucker! Anyway, go ahead. So, let's go to some of our listeners. Yeah. Glenn. Dead Man's Bones. Are you familiar with them at all? Yes. 
You know who is in the lead, one of the lead singers? No, I don't. Ryan Gosling. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh. If there's anyone who'd be like a total Halloween person, Glenn. it'd have to be yeah, Glenn. Glenn right? used to make his own mixes, yeah, uh, mix CDs. Which, by the way, isn't a bad thing. I love that. And yeah, he's an awesome guy. But yeah, like he it, goes all out. Like he's, like you, yeah, yeah. The second cycle like it's like it's yeah. Christmas. Yeah, Glenn's. A, I saw Glenn when I saw Night of the Demons. Oh, nice. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Which is a great movie. Yes. That puts me in Halloween. Mm. Anyway, Dead Man's Boons, Lonesome Wyatt, which I've never listened to, Captain Clegg and the Night Creature. Slasher Dave, Calbreez, Calbreez, Zombina and the Skeletons. Mm-hmm. Your bro, Matthew. Yeah. Hunchback, Lost Sounds, and the Nerve Agents, when the Nerve Agents are. Yes, I know the Nerve Agents. Good. Yes. Alan said Mort Garson, the song of Lucifer. No idea. I know he had, the, I think he had the link there. Grim Noir. I think all his songs were Warren Zevon. Werewolves of London. Werewolves of London, Excitable Boy, Roland the Headless Thompson Gunner. Yeah, those are all off. Well, go ahead. Is it all? That's all. So, yeah, those are actually all off the item, like album, mm-hmm. Excitable Boy, which is a really good album if you like Warren Zevon. And I, I like Warren Zevon. Just haven't listened to him. Yeah, like Roland the Headless Thompson Gunner. I can't talk. Gunner. It's about an old man who takes out his teeth and gives good gibbers. <laughs> Pray continue. Uh, PJ Lonesack. Early AFI. This was like a hybrid of Misfits, Danzig, Sam Hain, like any of those kind of bands. Yeah, you could. You, there should be just a single word to sum up all yeah. that. Yeah. Calabrese, Blitzkid, and Argyle Bullsby. Oh. Joey O. Um, he posted a song, Werewolf Bar Mitzvah. Yes, that is. So Werewolf Bar Mitzvah mm-hmm. is from 30 Rock, and that was oh, okay. Tracy Jordan, who is played by, you know, Tracy uh, oh, Morgan. Yeah, I don't know. I can't remember his real <laughs> name. It's Tracy Jordan. The character is like novelty. I kind of remember it's that. It's like spooky, scary. I might have played it. I we forgot might have about it. For it. Christmas, he's like, like, boys becoming men, men becoming wolves. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. I like that. Alex C. He said he liked more songs and bands. Yeah. Per se. Monster Mash, which is a classic, I have to say. Yeah. Uh, Thriller. Mm-hmm. And Love Potion Number 9, which is a very good song. Like, yeah, it is. Yeah, I do a like, Hall- Halloween song. Um, I guess there's a gypsy in it. Yeah, well, he's you know he gets this love and potion. He, he, gets, he kisses a cop on whatever yeah. and gets in trouble. Yeah, Mark Zimmerman, mm-hmm. the mummies, mm-hmm. Dave Mooney, Rob Zombie, White Zombie, and uh, that's that's all I really have. We all right, I, I didn't really f- push it that much. This yeah, week. I have a few, and since I lost, I was looking like frantically for my my note card on this section. Yeah. Shar Shar mm-hmm. said a thriller, which, yeah, yeah I agree. Speaking but of course, of thriller, being my mother, yeah. Steve, I was talking to Steve Rodea yesterday yeah. at work. He's like, oh, this is the one song I hate hearing because it's played every freaking time is Thriller. Really? <laughs> yeah. oh, thriller's awesome. Uh, I can understand. It does get overplayed. Mm. And then I started doing the Thriller dance. No, I didn't. Do, 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 do. <laughs> they used to be in, in Moonraker, the video game, the Genesis game. Oh, yeah, I remember. Where you were Michael J. and you would dance. To oh, get... I remember that. Actually. So basically you would dance and your magic powers, you'd make everyone dance and they'd all die. <laughs> that and video get... scared the shit out of me when I was It was scared. Kid. Remember they had to come out with, uh, I do not believe in the occult. And like John Lannis directed it. Yeah. Well, I was scared at the end when he turns around and his eyes were yellow. Yeah. Like he has M&Ms in his eyes. <laughs> And then Vincent Price. Yeah. Gives before like, he died, right before he died. I yeah, I always like that. We used to listen to that all the time. We was like, 
Our group price. Yeah. Am I gay? Am I straight? I'm was he just, gay? He wasn't gay. I don't think he was gay. I think he was the album. He was a Lothario. Mm, like a Casanova? Yeah. Passamova. Passamova. That cast right. no Peaches so, is not a Halloween. Band. No. But um they're a sort of a Valentine's Day she's sort of <laughs> yes. a Valentine's Day yes. fan. Then uh my friend Kristen, who I work with. Yes. She said Spider by the Cure. I mm. think she means and I'm not entirely sure myself. So Lullaby, uh-huh. which is a really good song off of Disintegration. The second greatest Cure album, because we all know pornography is the greatest Cure album. Yeah, I guess. Lullaby is... Lullaby? Lullaby? Shut up. <laughs> Not that... Sean Mullins or whatever had a song, Lullaby, is really shitty. Oh, uh, But no, this is... So sometimes it's known as Spider's Lullaby, or just Spider. But I think that's the song she means. It's a really good song. doesn't um, ring a bell to me, but... No, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I forgive you. I pardon you. Anybody else? How about Patrick? Any? Well, I'll get to that in a second. Sort of. Sort of. Because I had... You should be ready for this shit. Well, I lost my card. I wasn't ready for this shit. Now, you so... want me to... Um, go. There's go. one... Um, so I was talking to Mark about this literally two Dark hours. Throne by Mike uh, Walsh and my cousin Carrie says, Nightmare Before Christmas. Presumably the Halloween song. Okay. Go ahead. Um, I forgot to even think about like who my favorite mm-hmm. Halloween was until like a few hours ago. Yeah. The uh, Mark... Stumbled across this band on fi- on a band camp called The Jasons. Oh. And they're out of Egg Harbor, New Jersey, which isn't right. too far from here. And they just do like horror, like pop punky horror stuff. And I guess they they dress up as different versions of Jason. Oh, nice. Which is kind of cool. pretty cool. It's pretty it's cool. Um, I didn't really listen to it, but um, yeah, like a, he played a couple songs for me. And they kind of like, you know, do different lyrics to mm-hmm. uh, or reform a song. Of, like, you know, Ramones mm-hmm. and shit like yeah. that. Kind of like Screeching Weasel Queers type mm-hmm. stuff. But, yeah, the Jasons I'm going to have to give a listen to. Yeah. Um, for me, for Halloween, I, you have to go Misfits, I think. I think you're ab- obligated yeah. to. And I was like... And the, everyone tried to stay away from it because I worried. I was like, I'm sure Misfits is going to... Well, like, I was... It, like, it's... But it's just a given. That's, you know, it's probably the only time of the year I listen to the Misfits, yeah. to be honest with you. Yeah. You have to listen to Halloween and all that shit, you know? The car business. Yeah. Danzig. The only Danzig album I'm really into is Lucifuge. 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 <laughs> but I can listen to that all the time. Lucifuge is my favorite Danzig album. Yeah. And I was listening to... Her Black Wings. And I was say Danzig doing Elvis. He did an Elvis album. Ooh. You know what it sounds like? Garbage. Not like Elvis because <laughs> Danzig is doing an Elvis impression yeah. when he sings. Anyway, continue. You have my permission. For me, one of them... but. I think of Halloween. I wouldn't say they're a typical. Well, they kind of the Cramps. The Cramps are kind of like a horror themed type band, but like uh, they're not really always singing about Halloweeny type yeah. stuff. Like like what's inside a girl. But uh, the Cramps kind of mm-hmm. have that horror theme going on. Yeah. Stigmartyr is a song that I uh, like. I think you have to listen to the Bauhaus. Yeah. And the reason I say that, one of my favorite Halloween movies is Night of the Demons. Yeah. And when Angela is turning over, when, she, when um, what's her face, uh, Quigley, Leanne Quigley kisses her from the, like, she puts a lipstick, well, she didn't put yeah. it in her boob yet, but she transferred the demon over to Angela. She starts going crazy and dancing like a little slutty whore yeah. <laughs> to Stig Martyr and, like, I don't know. 
It's a, the funny thing is when I first saw that movie, I was like, "Dude, this band, what what band just copied off Ministry?" <laughs> That's oh, honestly Lord. what I thought because I was yeah. so young. Yeah, that came out in like '88 or something, Night of the uh. Demons. Other songs: "Bloody Night," "Bloody Knife," which by the Independence, great song. It's on Misfits of Ska. Check it out. It's really good song. Yeah. Um, Alkaline Trio a little bit. Some of the songs, a couple of the albums. Yeah. Eh. And horror pops. Yeah, bit. definitely. And that's all I have, really. Well, me. Yeah. My, Lou, me. So obviously the first one like came to mind for me is, well, the Misfits, mm-hmm. uh, Zombina, and the Skeleton, yeah. which should be not really a surprise. Yeah. You talked about Monster Mash. Yeah. So we were talking about this the other night, me and the Itty Bitty Kitty community. Like talking about the topic, and my brother was like, you know, it's you know, stupid, but I want to say Monster Mash. And I, I was thinking that because Monster Man, probably the first song you're exposed to as a little kid, you know, the first horror, horror punk song you're exposed to as a child. When you think about it, a lot of like those songs are either in, they're either indirectly referencing or they're building off it. Yeah. So even though Monster Mash is a novelty song, it. it's very influential. So I say Monster Mash. I am a big Bauhaus fan. Yes, I know. I don't normally consider that Halloween music, but there's one song. With song uh, Bella Lugosi. Yes, Dad. <laughs> so we yeah. went with the same band, just different songs. Yeah, so like the Halloween song is for Bauhaus is Bella Lugosi's Dead. The bats are in the bell tower. Mm-hmm. And we saw him perform all those Deadly Bauhaus. Boom. And it's a shame because he's doing a acoustic tour, Peter Murphy, and he's playing like in Sellersville or something. Oh, really? And unfortunately, I think I'm away. Yeah. A few others, so... Oh, you, you know what else I had? Like, and I don't own anything but Ghost. You would think Ghost, ghost would yeah, be a big Halloween band. Like, Beelzebub. Yeah. Um, I tend to go for, like, the funner, campier shit, I mm-hmm. guess. Um, even though they're not my favorite band, they do hold a special place in my heart. Uh, the Groovy Ghoulies, because <laughs> I saw them open for the Queers, one of the first shows I ever went to. I saw the Groovy Ghoulies when it was, um, I think Kirshner was there. Yeah. They like opened performing? for, yeah. Groovy Ghoulies, who else did they freaking play with? Oh, it's going to drive me crazy. Mm. But it was at the um, Dobbs, it was the Pontiac. Yeah. I don't remember who. Mm. It's going to drive me crazy. Well. Then, let me think. I will listen to, and it's not something I can listen to often. It's a bit hard after a while. Um, Abigail by King Diamond. The ah. King himself. Which is about, I think, a, a baby ghost. Ooh. Or a Like those ghost. baby ghosts in uh, Silent Hill when you went into that school. Oh, those are creepy. They're crawling. Ugh. Ugh. I thought you said. Or the... That game was straight up creepy. Did, you pl- uh, did Mark ever play uh, Dead Space 2? He played the first one. The second one, yeah, there's like a nursery with like zombie Ugh. monster babies. Ugh. I'm going to kick myself because I'm sure there's more. Oh, or another one. This is another one. And this will be a good end piece for my contribution. The Clones of Dr. Funkenstein by uh, Parliament. P. Funkadelic. Ah, traditional Halloween music. It's just, I don't know, like, yeah. Something different. It's something different. So, yeah, I like to change it up. I mean, I do listen to a lot of metal on a regular basis and a lot yeah. of horror theme songs so for the most part it's just music yeah but yeah those are the songs that get us in the mood how about for ludes you know who else do they have halloween in england i don't know i'm sure jenks will tell us let's see what he has to say Ah. so they do or do not have 
Halloween in England, depending on his response that we listened to just now and did not insert in post. <laughs> Thank you, Jinx. Thank you. Cool. So, I guess that, yeah, Halloween, I guess we ran out of steam. We probably should have put that before. Nah, we're, I thought we did it. We okay. call that the case of putting the hearse before the horse. Oh, rehearsal. Oh, it's clever. <laughs> Spooky. So, what do you have going on this week? Uh, not a hell of a lot. I'm going to. I'm basically trapped in an off-site event for my place of business all week next week. Yeah. And um, not on Halloween, the spookiest oh, that's night good. of the year. That's good. And, uh, so you can dress up like uh, Rocky from Rocky Horror? Uh, like, so just normal, not dress up. <laughs> that's sold out. It always yeah. sells out, though. Yeah. And then, um, because at Tuesday's November 1st, I'll be oh, dead. That's right. Yeah. I'll be dead. You've been saying you're being dead for Well, like I don't know what you're So many years ago, I had a dream. 16 years. I had a dream. Yes. You know, dreams always tell the truth. Yes. That um, I was going to die November 1st. So every year, seriously, like since I was in college, I wait for it to happen. <laughs> so what are you doing? <laughs> uh, besides going about to that. my funeral, I don't because I seriously think about it every year. Ugh. You're not going to I, I want to be buried with all my stuff. I don't want people having my stuff. And it's going to be a four-hour funeral. <laughs> four hours. And we're going to shut the windows and turn up the heat. I'm not going. You have to. No, I don't. I have tapes, and you will be blackmailed. Oh, no, you don't. I have a dead man switch, like uh, Assange. <laughs> yes. Just test me. You'll find out. <laughs> enjoy prison. I enjoy the insane asylum, because I have proof you saw that movie by yourself that one time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what was it? How did that come about? I don't, it, like everything. We just made up shit. Um, uh, I and, think it's because I was talking to my mom or something. And yeah, I was and like, she's like, you saw a movie by yourself? I went to a movie by myself and they were like, you you saw a, a movie by yourself? Like, and I was like, way. yeah. There are people who think that's really weird. I used yeah. to think that as well until I started seeing movies by myself. Yeah, I have no problem with it. Yeah, um, it doesn't bother speaking me. Speaking of movies, since we, so, so we don't end such a ham-handed segue. What's um, your favorite Halloween movies? That does go into that. Cool. Um, one I love, Hellraiser. I never saw the original. You never saw the original Hellraiser? I don't think so. The original Hellraiser was like really the good. third one where they're like having sex in the very beginning. It was one of the first movies I watched with Mark yeah. like on a date and it was like very uncomfortable. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Hellraiser, and I'm rereading the book right now, the novella, The Hellbound Heart, which is very close. These are the few preconceived notions you kind of need to get out of your head. The Cenobites are minor characters. They're secondary to the plot. Uh-huh. It's not the main character for most of it is a woman who's sort of the bad guy as well. It's okay. a woman who's so here's really quick the plot to the original Hellraiser. Um, good old Uncle Frank wants to have the ultimate sensual experience, so he opens the puzzle box, gets dragged to hell, but he in the in the movie he bleeds on the carpet where like a hook cuts him. In the the novella, he jizzes on the carpet. Before, because he had, it's ultimate, it doesn't matter. He actually, he sees like every woman he's ever fucked. Mm-hmm. And he like jizzes on the carpet. Oh, okay. But it's also like it's Clyde Barker and he's really weird. Yeah, he's a weird guy. Um, so at one point, Julia's husband, who is Frank's brother, cuts himself in that room and the blood hits the other blood slash semen. Yeah. And because it's like Frank's anchor to this world, he starts to come back, but he needs more blood. So she seduces men, brings them back to their house, and kills them. Ah. And at some point, Christy, who in the movie 
is the main character and Frank's, well, becomes the main character for a second and she's Julia's husband's daughter. But in the book, it's never clear if she's like a co-worker or what. Hmm. She basically makes the deal with the Cenobites to protect herself. She opens a box too. Okay. And they want to take her to hell. And she offers to give him Frank, but Frank has, it doesn't matter. It has the famous like, Jesus wept. Uh, anyway, Hellraiser, one of my favorite Halloween movies. Now, it's not the scariest movie. Rosemary's Baby scares okay. me. But I don't consider it a Halloween movie because I won't watch it because it's scary. I'm uh, Trick or Treat. I really like Trick well, or Treat. Well, Trick or Treat is, yeah. Um, Night of the Demons and then probably Halloween. What about, um, what's the one we watch all that? Dead Alive? Dead Alive? It's not like a Halloween movie, though. Not really, but I feel like there are a couple Halloweens in a yeah. row we watched it. But yeah, Trick or Treat is always one. I think it's good. I don't have any others. Yeah, I can't. Like on a regular, but there are ones that are like specifically get me in the mood. I think Hellraiser's the big one. So what are you doing? This weekend? A uh, whole lot of nothing. Puppet Master. Sorry, I was trying to think of that. Go ahead. Puppet but, Master. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, nothing much. No? Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Living the dream. You make up something? Um, are you going to pick out something from a funeral? Um, No. Then for your insane asylum, which will probably be... <laughs> Some footy pajamas and a straight jacket. Oh, I don't like footy pajamas. Well, it doesn't matter. You're going to be lobotomized. Oh, I won't know then. Yeah, just enough so you know. <laughs> You'll be like, I'm not crazy. <laughs> and uh, the the clone, my twin sister that eats the fish. Raby? Raby yeah. Rowland? Yeah. <laughs> it eats the fish heads. Aw. All right, so. Yeah, I guess that's it. Yeah, so. You can find us at www.trashcellstreet.com. Yep. On where? Facebook. On Facebook. Um, Gmail. I was going to say, don't even bother with the Gmail. Yeah. I don't check it myself. Twitter, I don't really... I, I so basically, the now. two places are on our Facebook. Facebook's the easiest way to get And then, yeah, the site. And I think a lot of people actually... Well, I'm going <laughs> to... Three people. I'm assuming that people who listen to the podcast, they either listen to it through Facebook or they go to through, our like, site. RSS. Yeah. yeah. I listen to it on iTunes. Ooh, yeah. You but I also... I listen to it probably six times before <laughs> it goes up on iTunes. Yeah. Yeah, write us a review if you feel so kind. And, yeah. uh, so, all right, folks, you have a spooky other... Halloween. Now, remember that you have to check your candy. Yeah. So there's razor blades in it. Mm-hmm, and condoms. And condoms. And so at the end of... Let's talk about Night of the Demons real quick. Is it that the one where, like, at the end, the old guy, like, eats the apple, apple pie? pie and, yeah. Yeah. And he dies. Anyway, that's, like, probably how I'm going to die. <laughs> oh, I'm going to make the apple pie. Eating cookies. <laughs> Um, anyway, so have a good Halloween. We'll check you later. Hopefully get this one up sooner later, and we'll check you later. Awesome. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.